Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV, on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at Benator Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. This is part two of a fabulous conversation with Lynn Sasso, Marnie Wetzler, and Jessica Turnoff-Ferrari. So much to talk about, so little time. We've even scheduled an extra session with Lynn, Marnie, and Jessica to talk about mom friends, finding them, knowing who's really got our back and our child, relying on them, and more. We all know that friendships go through big changes after kids at a time when we need friends more than ever. (sighs) What's different about the friends you're looking for when you're a mom, about the different needs that you have? And how do we find that person who can see us, hear us, and love us as we really are after we become moms? So this is your topic, this is your theme. Lynn, I'm going to start with you. Um, why was Mom Friends on your podcast radar? Because it's so important at this stage of the game, especially when you have babies and toddlers and little ones, and I can only imagine getting further along. You need them as your sounding board. You need them as your place to vent things maybe that your husband wouldn't necessarily want to hear from you. Um, yeah. And they get it. They know. They know everything you're going through. Okay, so you walked into B'nai Torah with one child. Correct. Tell us how that felt. Uh, Tyler was how old? He was, he had just turned two, and we had just moved to the area. I didn't know anybody anywhere, let alone here. New school, new neighborhood. Everything new. New everything. New baby, Um, and it was a very difficult... Oh, Stella was already here. Oh, was she? Yes, she was. Okay. She was. New baby, too. Oh, no, when I, when I... When I took the tour, I was like eight months pregnant with her, but by the time we started, she was here. Um, and it's just, it's a scary, scary time, and you walk in, you don't know, and pretty shortly after I walked in, I knew the place was right for me. It felt like home. It felt like home. But still, you have to make the friends, and that's the scary part. So here you are, enormously outgoing, successful, assertive, dynamic, And yet you felt less at ease at the unknown of making friends with Tyler and his friends. Absolutely. I I mean, all of that stuff was, I could control. I could control my success in the office. I could control all that kind of stuff. But when it's your kid and moms that have, they're busy, they have their own kid, they have other kids. It's a, you know, time is your most precious resource. Um, so finding people that wanted to make the time to do play dates, mom's night outs, and all these things, 
finding the ones that you wanted to give your time to, because right. um, not all of them are ones that I want to give my time to. Well, you don't click with everybody. Correct. Right. And sometimes you're, I mean, I, I remember one time hosting a birthday party through family time and realizing, oh my gosh, like I'm saying to somebody, don't be stressed, these are your friends. And she looked at me like I was from Mars, like, no, they're not my friends. They're gonna talk about me after the party. They're gonna talk about me before they get to the party. They don't all have my back all the time. And Definitely. so there is sometimes, maybe in, if we, maybe it's just a defensiveness that moms have to feel in so many situations that you're, you can't quite let your guard down. And so sometimes we get a little judgy, snarky, for because we're trying to protect ourselves, not necessarily trying to hurt somebody, but sometimes well, you don't feel like they have. And it's doctor. magnified because not only are they going to judge or not judge you, but then it's they're going to look at your kid yeah. as an extension of you. Yeah. And as what kind of parent is she? Is she you know is her kid well behaved? Is he you know throwing a tantrum? So it's all of these extra things that before life before kids you would go get a drink with somebody and you'd you, you could know? accept them any which way because it didn't matter. Right. Yeah. Now it matters. It does. Because they're going to be around your kids. Right. Well, and it's more important, I think, you know, to have these friends along this crazy journey because um, nobody can relate better to it than they can. And moms and dads. Yeah. Jessica? Mommy friends. So I'm thinking back. I, I stepped through these doors when Sadie was two months old. We came to your class. And... Um, the only thing, well, aside from my mother, the only thing that got me out of my house with my new baby, which was completely mind-blowing and overwhelming, was the younger sister of one of my closest friends from high school who moved out of the area. And I didn't really know her younger sister very well, but she had a baby exactly the same age as, as mine. And uh, she was like, oh, hey, I'm going to these classes. You should come. <laughs> and... There were maybe seven women. We were all together in that group with you. Um, I didn't know any of them, and um, we did everything together because mm -hmm. it was almost had like... a posse. What well, a tribe. It was funny. It was almost like people holding on to a lifeboat. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. and, and as time went on, I realized, oh, these aren't necessarily people that I would be friends with in any other situation. Right, right, right. <laughs> and not that there's anything wrong with them, but that we just didn't have the same sensibilities necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, and and after maybe a year or so, I was like, oh, and that's okay. Like, yeah. I can actually gravitate towards people that do have similar sensibilities. Um, but I found that over the years, you know, I, I did things of really, I had very clear ideas about how I was going to do things, and my naked breasts were pretty much hanging out <laughs> all of the time. <laughs> class, which didn't always sit well with everybody. I'm um, not sure about very, that. Very uh, attachment parenting <laughs> focused. Sure, sure. And there was a lot of breastfeeding. Um, so, um, you know, there were people that had their judgments about that. And, you know, I'm one of the older moms, so I, I kind of didn't really care that much. But, um, yeah, I, thank God I uh, found my friends because Your I'm real friends, not yeah. that good at this. And, if they hadn't sort of drawn me out, I don't know that I would have this. And now that I have, like, actual friends... Please that, note, for the record, she's pointing at I'm Marnie pointing at and me. <laughs> and I was going <laughs> to say, oh, when, when we picked this topic at the end of the last conversation, you said, thank you for choosing me. I didn't choose you guys. You came and found me. Yeah, and I'm so... I feel so lucky 
that that happened. It I really I'm should. Still, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just, um, I'm not very good at that. Like, there's a lot of moms that I met over the years that I was like, oh, she's cool. Okay, that's, <laughs> and that's that. And But it wasn't a heart-heart connection. Well, we just never got each other's numbers, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. didn't, there wasn't time or whatever. I'm not good at that. I'm not sure why. But yeah, I liked some people, but these people, I mean. And there is that beautiful balance when some, when you don't have to carry all sides of the friendship, when you know they'll cover you because you're just not good at that part, but they want you in their club because you belong. Right. Well, every group needs an organizer and our, (laughs) our group has one or even two or more organizers because it takes effort and planning and scheduling and you have to really make the effort. And when you know that the other people are appreciating that, then rather than being like, oh, like instead of being annoyed by it or thinking that you're overstepping bounds, it's like, no, no, we need you to have your strengths and we need you to have your strengths and it's working. Marnie, friendships, mommy friendships. So it's funny because... Let's talk about these guys first. I have so much to talk about. Go, 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 go. Um, it's funny because I grew up here. I moved here when I was seven, and I'm 41 now, so I've been here a long time, and I was never a quote-unquote mommy-and-me kind of person. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I don't need to do that. And I remember my husband saying to me, you're going to want to do it because, you know, you're going to want to meet these people. And I said, I have enough friends. And he said to me, and I'll remember his words like vividly, he said, yes, but none of your friends have kids the same age as Danny. And you're going to want to have that commonality, I'm telling you. And he kind of pushed me a little bit to sort of try it out. And I came, and my first few experiences were like, eh, like, okay, I'll do this for Danny. I'm not going to do this to meet people. These, right. these people really aren't my speed. And then when I started separation with Lynn and Jessica and all the other girls, it felt so right. And I don't want to sound corny, but it was like it clicked. And I was like, oh, I could do this. Mm-hmm. I like these people genuinely. It's not just like I'm spending time with them because of Danny. It's because I'm choosing to spend time with them because I wanted to. So I think when you meet people that get you and love you for who you are and don't judge you, because you know I certainly have my share of crazy, um, it just feels almost magical in a way and you just want to continue to like thrive off their energy there's something about having your people and their kids that I feel like makes me a way way better mom definitely and happier person all the way around I mean there's I was trying to think of some other thing in life that is equal and the only thing I could come up with was like exercise but that's not a really (laughs) great analogy just because once you start doing that, you realize how good it is for you and how good it feels to do that. But if you didn't ever get on that bandwagon, you might not realize what you're missing. Does it take that much effort um, to fit mommy friends into all the other demands and commitments? Well, I don't know. I work work more than most of my mom friends. Um, You know, at, at job that so my things with my kids slide through the cracks <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas like things with their kids don't slide through the cracks quite as much I feel like um and friendships too like I sure. get tied up with my stuff and um and I'm not calling people to make plans but I'm always oh, welcoming so listen those everybody out there in the world who aren't getting those callbacks or aren't getting those text backs to know that sometimes the person just needs you to carry it for them yeah. and um 
And Did, there's so so much gratitude when that does happen, and so much gratitude when they know, like, wow, we really lost you in that abyss of work for like two months. We <laughs> well, that's you. exactly, and that's exactly what we'll say. Like, where are you? We haven't yes. seen you. Are you? When can you come back? So and it's not give you a little space, of but not, not too much rope. Yeah. No, because I might hang myself with it and never, <laughs> never <laughs> remember. Like, oh yeah, I gotta gotta get together with you guys. And I love it, and I love what you said earlier, Lynn, too, that your husband's and partners and other support people in your lives aren't going to fill this gap. What's the difference? Oh, well, first of all, I mean, your time with your spouse is limited, you know, especially kid-free time with your spouse is limited. And so, at least for me, you don't want to dwell on the, oh, you know, they didn't sleep or they did this at school or this friend said this to them. You, you want to talk about non-kid-related things for yes. at least part yes. of the time. Yes. So having your mom friends who will listen to you, you know, talk about the friend at school or whatever behavior problem is going on, kind of, you vent it out to them, and then you can, you don't have to give it to the husband. Love it. Love it. Makes really good sense. My mom friends have improved my marriage more than almost (laughs) anything else, not just because they're there to, to, you know, be with me in a different kind of way, but because I can look at them and be like, you know, I really love how they do that, how, how how this couple does that, and, and I want to, you know, sometimes you don't think about it when you don't see it in someone else, and so it's really great to Well, see and that. especially just having that kinder, gentler mm. openness towards your husbands and other family members that can go like, okay, maybe I'm only seeing it from inside where somebody else reminds me, like, people are annoying, people are going to do things that are going to drive you crazy. We talk about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> annoying people. Yes. yes. We do. We certainly do. <laughs> Okay, well, we won't put that on the air for now, but we do need to be real in our friendships. Definitely. And you need those outlets because to just pretend that, um, you know, life is perfect and easy is going to make you crazier and crazier Mm -hmm. and and make your kids crazy, too. That's one of the gifts of finding your real mom friends. I don't. I'm not. I don't think I'm as annoyed in general by people as, as some of my friends are. So like, that's, that's not usually my topic of conversation. But, but, um, but when 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 you can get together with your friends and um, see the things that that are good, that's. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I like. Yeah, that's good too. It's great. Uh, what about? Um, Couple friends. Is this is it, is there a difference between your mom friends and your couple friends? And and did you have to spend time like, oh, you know, is this person gonna like? Is this a is this a couple couple deal or is this a, just a mom mom deal? Um, yeah, I think it's definitely different. I think that there are certainly times when you meet somebody and maybe they have kids the same age or similar age and you get along great with them and maybe you don't think your husbands will click. Um, on the other hand, it's even so much more amazing when you all can go out as couples, which we've done, you know, many, many times, and it's it's great. It, it's just nice because I think even though the husbands aren't like us, where they're going to say, let's go hang, have lunch, let's go shopping, let's do this, they're not going to do that, certainly, but going out to dinner and, like, being able to socialize and have common things, you know, to talk about, I, I think it's nice for them, too, because I think they don't take a pause enough and kind of enjoy life the way that we try to. Not that you bring your husbands out so that you can talk about them after. With your friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who would do that? No, no way. We talk about them all the time. Right. In front of them. We see, and, oh, that. So this is, and it's their way to like say, oh, now it's our turn to, to do our share mm-hmm. of, um, you know, that um, 
we know what goes on with when you guys are around with us. But I think the husband's also, at least mine, recognizes what a added bonus it is to my life for me to have those friends. And so when he sees my friends, he appreciates that, you know, these are my people and that I have these people in my life. So I think it's it's just all good all around. It's all good. Now, the other thing that you had brought up at the end of our last discussion was when you have to leave a place that um, where those friendships, it's like when you, you know, so many, it's easy when you have a neighbor that you see all the time or somebody at work that you see all the time and you have that day-to-day overlap because uh, it gets to be a little bit harder than when you have to move into a new fish pond out there. So you're starting to think about a different network of friends or that a new school. So, Well, I hope they'll still have me when well, I'm... think about it. Um, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to make new friends. That you're <laughs> we need you here. Okay, well, again, it's my last year at, at this current preschool after four years of everything good. Um, so, yes, it's scary. Um, I hope they don't forget about me. Part of really the thing to me that I think about most is when I walk in to drop my daughter off, I walk in every day, and I see them. I see their faces. And even if we're busy, we can't stop and chat. Like, I know they're there, and I know that they see me, I see them, like, it's it's a good start to the day. So that's, I think, what I'm going to miss the most. I hope, you know, we'll still hang out and do all the other stuff, do our girls' trips mm. that we do, which is a whole nother story, but... Um, and it's, but even we were talking about, I don't think we're, I don't know if we're talking about it here, but when children move, and how do you maintain those friendships when they move long distance? Sorry. And the idea is that, I mean, you're going to come back with really great new stories to share because you're going to have new experiences, and they'll have, I mean, that's the other thing, is as your world expands, then you bring back to the group, you know, all of those new experiences, which keeps it fresh and growing, too. But it does present that challenge of... I'm go. I guess. I guess it just never. It never ends that idea of you know. Will I belong in the new place? And you've already ha- tiptoed in, and you already know that you'll fit, and that you can do all the same wonderful things you've done here, there. But it's not. It's just. It just takes time to get to that depth. For sure. You know, I'm thinking now, it's kind of like, boy, we, you know, like we went through all of these emotions when your children were starting school. But, and, and we're so impatient with our children to want to be like, to just walk in that first day and like, okay, you got this. You've been with these friends in this class. Of course it's going to be a breeze versus, no, no, we just pulled the rug out from under you and it's going to be a little bit different in a million other ways. So, yeah, I guess we, it's, it's also that lens to remind ourselves that when our kids go through all the changes that they deserve a year or two. You know, I mean, they're, of course, on their own timeline, so their, their years aren't the same as our years. But certainly, um, each new school year, when they have to make new friends, I mean, as teachers, we know that September and October are not the same as March, April, and May in a school year. Mm-hmm. And, and yet, we expect our children to be like, okay, you've been going for two weeks. Why aren't you just settled in already? Mm-hmm. So, of course, we, we do want the new the new group to know you as well and love you as much as we do so we'll just sprinkle that dust on you so that they Thank you. they know the real you and can appreciate it Thank you Jessica you you're busy with so many other areas of your life so do you find yourself looking at um, 
other places where where you have to make new friends or or look for new mo- well with with elementary school was that was you that know, a whole new dynamic? It is. It still is. And I haven't really connected with the moms in elementary school quite the way that I've connected here. Because um, are there different, like, rules to the mom network in different mm-hmm. places? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them, apparently. <laughs> um, and, <clears throat> you know, I... I yeah, I'm not. I'm not that good with rules. Um, right, you're just coming as you are. I mean, and they'll find you. Yeah. So you're just. If I'm like, breaking the rules, hopefully someone will tell me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is a challenge, and I'm not there as much. You know, I'm not at. I do a lot of carpool. They don't see me here mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. as much. Um, and I, you know, there were some wonderful moms in Sadie's kindergarten class, but. Um, and people I've known for a long time, actually, some of the parents. Okay. Um, but I didn't... It's just hard, you know? If, if you're not seeing them well, on Well, I'm going to have to ask that mo- working mom question. Is it a working mom question that says, you know, like, m- the ways I'm going to be able to interact, the ways I'm going to be visible will be very different than a stay-at-home mom? I'm not sure, because I work part-time, so I have a lot of flexibility, and I... You know, I, I it is very different. I think for those moms who have a regular work day and who are not available to like go to ice cream after school and things like that, which we do, and I'm I'm really glad that that's an option okay. um, for me. But yeah, I think it's definitely different. Okay, and and Marnie, you were on both sides of of school age and preschool. So did you do you see like a different club in 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 different pockets of mommy? Neighborhoods, no. I, I do. I think that this is such a nurturing environment in so many ways. And there's going to be groups of people that you click with more than others. It's just inevitable. Um, I'm so grateful that I met the group that I did. And, you know, we've all really stuck. It kind of, you know, and you have to make an effort. You had asked about that earlier. Like, does it take a lot of effort? I think it does. I don't know if it necessarily, necessarily takes a lot of effort, but you have to put effort in. It's intention. You have to do it. You yeah. have to make plans. You have to keep the plans. If the plans have to break because life happens, then you reschedule them and you let the people know you're important to me and I'm going to show you, even if it's just a quick text, you yeah. know, because I work too, Jessica and I like work part time and a lot of the, a lot of the girls don't. So they do have a little bit more flexibility and it's easier for them. So I think we have to make a little bit more effort to kind of be present and, you know, make sure that our kids are still interacting with their kids. And we're all kind of split up this year. Not everyone. Some people are together, but that was also a new challenge for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start a new school year mm-hmm. and you have, and your child isn't with the same group of right. children. Yeah. Or you're not with the moms that you like best. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I didn't have a single person in the class, really, and, and neither did Danny. And I was so worried about it. And again, this is another lesson about him. He was just like, whatever, no big deal. It's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Didn't even phase him in the slightest. Once in a while, he'll say a comment like, oh, I, I'm not in Stella's class this year. Or I saw Ellie on the playground, and she's not, you know, and he'll say something like that. And I'll say, yep, you'll still see all your friends. And right. he's like, that's right, Mommy. But he's just so go with the flow. I that's a huge one, too, when your children don't have the same children in their classes. Right. I mean, that's really big and scary and you feel like you're taking away a lot of security and stability 
and oh, if we could just put that message out there today that children are so resilient and resourceful, so resilient. and and kids' friendships. I mean, there's a whole other topic because kids' friendships are in the here and now. And so, you know, if you come in with a hat that I love, it's like, oh, will you be my best friend? Because I love that pink hat. Right. <laughs> so all is good. True. Um, one last thing, and then I'll then we'll do our wrap up. Um, because you had said, you know, when you can't make it, um, send the text, tell them that you still care. Are mommy friends more understanding of all of the things that um, interrupt your day versus any of those people who either have older children yes. or who are who don't have children? So much more so. It, it's us. very different. My relationships with people that either don't have children or have older children, they don't really get it. I don't know if they really even remember what it was like to have like It's so easy kids. to forget. It's so, so easy, easy to, to forget, forget how... Um, I don't know what the word what's what's the word for for being a mom in early childhood where children get sick or children just melt down or they just need you or something happens unpredictable. That's, yes. it's unpredictable and so you're in this world where you need friends that are as they're flexible and understanding mm-hmm. and kind and compassionate at a whole new maybe mm-hmm. that's just why you don't really take it personally if you have to who don't cancel take it personally. right you know right. like who don't say well, how you don't care about me like you used to or did Right. Nobody has that? time for that. I mean, in our in our group of friends, right. it's, there's none of that, and that's I think why it works so well. Is we if you say you can't come because Danny's sick or because you know your husband was supposed to watch him and he had to work late, we take you at your word and move on, and we'll see you at the next thing. Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. Because we just don't have time for that kind of drama, and it's just not necessary. Right. Yeah. Okay, and and again, it goes right to the see me, hear me, love me. It is it is almost that unconditional rule that you get. Um, it's the get that for you know being a mom friend is you know I understand your life and I understand and I'm not going to put another external demand criteria expectation on that um, when you're already overwhelmed by all those other expectations and demands. Yeah, that's why mommy friends matter so much. And of course, it does go without saying that dad friends, um, in some ways, fit the same category. We're just sitting at the table with mommy friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so the wrap-up today isn't really about your children. It's about how you got this as a mom, a friend, a woman wearing a thousand different hats. So in closing, um, how do you got this for today? Um I think just being true to myself and relying on these girls that I have become so close with that I know don't judge me and are there for me, no matter how silly or stupid my question may be. And again, um, I I said this the other time that we, we spoke, I was really the only one that had, this is my first kid. So I had such an advantage from like learning and being a sponge with these girls because they taught me so much. And it was even like funny today listening to Jessica talk about how she felt with a two-month-old Sadie, because I don't know that Jessica. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when she was saying those feelings, I was like, oh, wow, she felt that way, too? I only know them as these, like, confident second mom doing it second time. So they taught me so much more than they may ever know that they've taught me. So I just will continue to, you know, be the best friend that I can be to them and and get the same in return. I have goosebumps, because they know now. Mm -hmm. Lynn, how do you got this? Um, I, I think, I mean, it, you know, it always boils down to being yourself and having people around you that appreciate that and recognize that and um, also keep, keep you in line sometimes um, and just keep it honest. Um, it, for me, if you can have any relationship with your kids, your friends, your husband, and you're honest and true to yourself, 
then it's all good and and fun. I mean, I think one thing we didn't really have time to talk about was how much fun we have and the crazy, silly things we do. Um, not involving our kids. Go so ahead, go ahead. We do. <laughs> well, we go to Universal Studios without kids, like, often. Uh, often. Often. <laughs> often. At least once a year. At least once or, yeah, or twice right. a year. Um, there you go. Because and, they, and we laugh at the moms that are there with their kids. Oh, we do. We point it. and sad. laugh. I feel bad for them. I do. I feel bad it's for sad. them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Karaoke. Just silly things. Just to be out having fun doing silly things without your kids. How important. And th- oh, that's, a so perfect, important. that's a perfect wrap-up, got this, is yeah. the fun, the silliness, and giving yourself the permission and the freedom to, to do it without your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's so important to remember that you are a human being with your own thoughts and activities and things. And, and I think I realized that fully when we were sitting having breakfast playing cards of human cards against humanity oh. at the breakfast table <laughs> in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> we might have sold a lot of copies of that game. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I don't know what life would look like without you guys. I, I don't even want to imagine it. Um, it has added so much, and I feel like for those moms, because I was this mom who hasn't quite found their people yet, um, just know that it's something that you're looking for and take take the risk to let yourself be vulnerable when you meet new moms that you like and get their number. <laughs> Call them. It. Make plans. I'm so glad you found your people. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you doing this with me and bringing such a great, great important topic. So have a great week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.